This is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. So I want to revisit the idea that employee engagement is actually a collaborative effort, which means it's not all on the side of the managers and the leaders to engage their employees. And it's not all on the side of the employees to be engaged. It really is a two-way street. Both parties need to be engaged. And there is so much that we could unpack with that. What does engagement mean? And I'll try to ferret some of that out in this episode. I want to give you an example of what can happen in an organization. So a manager, leader, part of their responsibility is to manage and lead. Huh, what a concept, right? Well, how do they do that? Do they do it from a very authoritarian standpoint? You must do this. Or do they do it through avenues of inspiration and motivation and connecting to the deeper why and the core values of the organization. If you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you probably know where I come down on that standpoint. It's better to engage them by connecting them to the why, the purpose, etc. Honestly, If you're a parent or even an aunt or an uncle and you've tried to get a child to do anything, isn't it better for them to think it's their idea or at least for them to want to do it than for you to force them and tell them that they must do it? It's one of the reasons why we bring family dynamics and family therapy concepts into our work with working with teams and groups and organizations. Because really, a a company, an organization, is just another form of family or community. And so some of those same concepts and dynamics apply to both worlds. All right, so back to an example. We have a manager who has an employee, his direct report, who is, they believe, the right person. And when we say the right person, we mean it is a fit for the company's values, their purpose, their direction, their focus. And so it's the right person. Is it the right seat? We're not sure. And so part of the manager's responsibility is to motivate, inspire, and lead that employee to do the work that's in the employee's role and responsibilities and job description. And so one thing that that manager can do is to explain, to really drive home the fact that It's the employee's responsibility to tell the manager what he needs. So don't suffer in silence. If you need something, then let me know what that is. 
Now, of course, there's always the situation where we don't always know what it is we need. And so sometimes the manager, leader, the other person in the equation has to be creative. Well, how about this? Well, let's try that. And there needs to be feedback because a creative leader can help brainstorm all sorts of ways to help the employee do his or her job better, be more inspired, be more engaged, be more productive, be have more positive results. But it can't all be one-sided. The manager may be this most creative soul with all sorts of ideas and systems and methods But if there's no feedback from the other side of the equation, we don't know what's working. We don't know what is. So it really is important that there's communication and feedback on both ends. In our collaborative employee engagement model, we show, you know, the The manager's side is feedback and the employee's side is communication. I actually think that those can go both ways. The employee can give feedback to the manager about what's working, what's not. Uh, This inspires me, this doesn't. This works for me, this doesn't. The manager can can communicate to the employee, this is what needs to happen, this is what we expect, etc., So communication and feedback I really see as flip-flop and two sides of the coin. And so when you look at that employee engagement model, don't just see that it's only, the manager's only responsibility is feedback and the employee's only responsibility is communication. Now, those can flip back and forth depending on the situation and the need. I've talked before about how leaders and managers aren't necessarily the same thing. And that's a topic that I can delve more fully in a future episode. Today, I want to give you the definition of leadership. It is the activity of mobilizing engagement to evoke key shifts in how people feel, think, and behave in order to move individuals, groups, or organizations toward fulfillment of their highest potential, which results in greater thriving. So basically, it's that idea that you take positive action, which hopefully leads to a desired reaction, which equals positive results. So leadership in its most positive form is about positive action, positive reaction, positive results. Because we can have leadership that is not necessarily positive. And we certainly don't need to go into any examples of that because I know we all know that. So going back to that idea of engagement and that employee engagement is really a two-way street. 
And that means that both the employee and the employee's manager have equal responsibility for that engagement. And when Gallup has looked at engagement and they see that employee who is actively engaged versus not engaged or actively not engaged, in other words, disengaged, to be engaged, they say it takes discretionary effort. In other words, yes, somewhere on the side of the employee is that decision to be engaged. It's one of the reasons why employee engagement is a two-way street. There is responsibility on both the side of the employee and management. So on the side of the employee is that idea that if they're engaged, they are choosing to expend time, energy, and resources and effort. If they are to do so, they are to choose to spend effort. There are three needs that trigger that effort. Autonomy, competence, and relatedness. So let's break those down. Autonomy, of course, is let me do my job. Please don't micromanage me. If someone isn't empowered, to do his or her role, why would they actively be motivated and inspired to do it? They need to feel empowered. Competence is the second need that triggers that discretionary effort. Can they do it? If you throw them in the deep end with no hope of figuring out how to climb out of the pool, how are they going to feel successful and empowered, going back to that first need, in order to do their job? And then the third one is relatedness. Why does this matter? Why am I doing this? Why is this important? Am I just doing busy work? Or can I actually see the importance of what it is I'm doing? I honestly just had a light bulb moment. I wonder if in every meeting, in every assignment of some task or responsibility, the following question might be, do you understand why that's important? Do you understand why you're doing it? Because if the answer is, honestly, no, I have no idea why I'm doing it and why this is important. That's a huge breakdown. Huge. So what if every single activity, task, objective, goal, milestone, quarterly rock could be tied to why it's important? That's right, we call that the deeper why here at the Schuler Group. Because we really believe that the foundation of everything from a task all the way up to why an organization even exists in the first place 
comes back to that deeper why. So if you want engagement, you want to inspire, you want people to expend energy, that discretionary effort, you have to link it to why is it important? Can they do it? And are you going to get out of their way in order to let them do it? So I'm going to leave you with a model that has been really powerful in some of the work that we do with organizations and companies. And it's around leadership, it's around team building, and it all has to do with getting to the end result of thriving. And this model, I did not come up with, I'm sorry to say, but thrive is a concept that is at the core being of our company. When people thrive, companies thrive. So of course I like this model, but the simplicity of it makes it easy to grab hold of. And of course, it's very inspiring. So you start with engagement. How do you engage? And that's what the majority of today's episode has been about. How do you engage? The fact that it's a two-way street. And then when you are, you've got your people engaged, you yourself are engaged, your people are engaged, then let's look at alignment. Are we in alignment with the individual? Are we in alignment with the environment? Do we understand why we're doing what we're doing? And then when we have those in place, we can look at, are we thriving? Are we getting positive results? Engagement, alignment, and thriving. What would that look like for your organization? If you'd like to find out more, I invite you to visit www.theshulergroupllc.com and see how we can help your organization thrive. Until next time, may you thrive.